before we start, um, if you know me in real life and you have like thoughts or want to talk about any of the things that I talk about in this episode with me, or if you have like questions or you think it's interesting, like if you want to have a conversation about this stuff, um, I would love to. So text me and you should also look at the description of this episode because there's a bunch of stuff that I think is cool and that is relevant that you should also check out. So yeah, do that. Um, And I guess now we will begin. The thing that I wrote down in my notes app is I feel like a lot of the time people can have an unhealthy attachment to happiness. And that sounds weird, but I'm going to explain it. So it's not really so much like an unhealthy attachment to happiness, but like I feel like sometimes people are obsessed with having to always be happy. And like obviously wanting to be happy is a perfectly reasonable thing. Like, yeah, we all do. That's like happiness is inherently desirable and we should all be happy and we deserve to be happy. And but you have to recognize sometimes you're not going to be happy and that is also a healthy thing um not being happy sometimes can be a good thing and feeling that unhappiness and allowing it to exist within you that should be something that you allow yourself to do and when you are pursuing almost like an obsession with wanting to be constantly happy and it kind of is a perfectionist thing, but wanting to always be happy and never unhappy and like never side with anything and always like constant, just, I don't know. I feel like that's not healthy. Um, it's also impossible, obviously, realistically. Like you might feel like you're happy all the time. Realistically, if you feel like you're happy 100% of the time, um, you're probably not actually happy 100% of the time. You're probably just ignoring the times when you're not happy and pushing that back down and not allowing yourself to feel unhappy, which is um, not good, I think. It can feel good. Obviously, that's the point. That's why we do that is because we want to feel happy and that's that's like an evolutionary thing the reason why negative emotions exist they're like air quotes negative emotions obviously emotions don't have like a morality there's no such thing as a good emotion or a bad emotion it's just a thing that exists um but what we kind of recognize as negative emotions like sadness anger or fear there's a reason why we feel those things and why we have to feel those things at some point if we have a healthy relationship with ourselves and like our emotions actually like six months ago or something one of my friends uh asked me a question about this and it actually like the answer that i came up with was really interesting to me and it helped me realize a lot of things and think about things differently so she asked me um she asked me something like why do people grieve why do humans have grief as like an emotion why why does grief exist as like a thing because it feels bad (laughs) and why would it make sense for evolution to want you to feel bad basically and it took me like an hour to figure that out like find 
an answer to that. And what I said was one of the very unique things about humans and human evolution is that uh, we have very complex social ties and like emotional bonds to those people and stories and like memories and stuff. Stories are a huge part of human evolution like religion and stuff and like culture and mythology is all about stories and developing those sort of like mythologies and whatever and like telling stories around the campfire was like a huge part of human evolution or like human humanity in, in the past and like still today which i think is really cool i guess that's a thing for a different podcast but basically like other animals have friendships and group as well but None of them are ever as advanced as humans that we know of. Um, we do know that other animals feel grief as well. Like we've observed elephants very clearly grieving after losing a child, a herd member, or something, some like close relationship. Because relationships are so like hugely important to human survival and to human happiness. People who are like extremely lonely, like fully 100% lonely and the only person that they have is themselves um obviously those people are going to be much more likely to die because of like stress and you know mental health and whatever it's not great to not have anyone around you um but also because like physically it is very hard to sustain a farm or whatever and like find food only for yourself and have everything that you need provided by only you people need support from other people in their life like it is very hard to live fully by yourself that's why we formed communities in the first place that's why we have like agriculture and whatever is because living in communities is far more beneficial to all the people in the community than everyone living alone would be like it is very very evolutionarily beneficial to have communities and so, obviously, natural selection is going to want to motivate us to form and maintain those communities and those close relationships. So, the way that natural selection ended up making people want to maintain those relationships and value those relationships is through negative motivators in the form of loss and loneliness and grief. There are like positive and negative motivators with evolution. Like you feel thirsty when you don't drink water because your brain wants you to drink water. And then when you do drink water, you feel like a sense of relief is that sort of like, oh, I feel good when I drink water. I don't feel good when I don't drink water. And those are the sort of positive and negative motivators towards making you want to drink water. Because obviously no one wants to feel grief at some point in our lives. We do, pretty much inevitably. But it is something that you want to, like, avoid. And so evolution wants you to avoid that thing by, like, valuing your relationship. Grief is a side effect of evolution wanting you to care about other people. And that's a good thing. Natural selection did that because it's a good thing to feel grief in the long term. Because feeling terrible and heartbroken and grieving when you lose some sort of important relationship with someone uh, makes you value those relationships that you still have so much more. It's like both 
a reminder from evolution of the importance of relationships to humans and like a warning of what's going to happen if you lose them um so in that way even though grief is like a negative feeling in the moment um it's still extremely important and there's a reason that you evolved to feel that pain and that's something that can be extended to basically every other negative emotion and there's a purpose for it is what you have to recognize like there's a reason why we feel the things that we do and there is almost always a reason why we need to feel those things i don't think you should think about it this way all the time like i don't think it's you should view your emotions as like purely a logical like oh this is just a thing that's happening because my brain is weird i don't think that's healthy either i think you should just, i think the point of this is just to like recognize that when you're feeling a certain way it's for a reason and that's something that you should allow to exist and acknowledge and be okay with is an emotion existing it doesn't mean that you have to be happy about that emotion it doesn't mean that you have to like act on it like jealousy for example there's like pretty clearly a reason why jealousy exists because you want something that you don't have and your brain wants you to get that thing but it's not in like real life and like actual examples it's not necessarily always a good idea to act on jealousy like sometimes that can lead to some consequences and, and like sometimes jealousy leads you to be a pretty shitty person and sometimes you shouldn't do that and like that's you know that's like being mature is being able to have that complex sort of relationship with your emotions where you recognize that like this is a valid thing that i'm feeling and that i should allow myself to feel and that doesn't mean anything good or bad it just means that i'm feeling this fine and like oftentimes maybe that clues you in on like something that you should be doing that you want to be doing that you didn't realize and that's why your brain is telling you that it's because it wants you to do that thing and maybe your brain is right sometimes your brain is also wrong and you can still allow that emotion to exist and let it pass and then forget about it or like not forget about it i'm not telling you what to do you know what's best for yourself whatever depends on the emotion but yeah the entire point of this was like uh you don't have to feel happy all the time it's okay to be not happy sometimes there's a reason why you feel not happy and you should do what does make you happy and not ignore that unhappiness because unhappiness is just like a signal from your brain like if you're not happy with a particular job um that's a sign that like maybe you should look for a different job that you would be happy with it's not like a bad thing to feel it's not like stupid that you're feeling that way it isn't like a personal failure to feel sad it's just a way that you feel you shouldn't ignore that unhappiness because then what you end up doing is ignoring your own needs and ignoring your wants and oftentimes in a relationship and this is where we're going to go next so come with me in this transition um oftentimes in a relationship when you can't allow yourself to feel unhappy and you feel like you have to be happy all the time in a relationship that means that you're 
ignoring your wants and needs in that relationship. And that is oftentimes very bad. And that might be a sign of like abuse or maybe just not a great relationship. Um, or if you feel like you aren't being allowed to have your wants and needs fulfilled or like let them exist, that's not good. Um, and it's not necessarily always one thing. Like sometimes you feel that you don't want to be like a burden on the other person. And so you don't want to recognize your own wants and needs because you don't think that you and like most of these are just examples. Like this is not gonna apply to every person. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a mental health professional. I'm just a person who has observed a lot of relationships and thought about stuff a lot and asked himself a lot of questions. But I think generally conflict in a relationship is not as bad as a lot of people say that it is. A lot of people will just like want to avoid conflict at all costs because they think that it's a bad thing and they don't want to feel like they're fighting with someone or they don't want to feel like like they need something that they're not getting or that they're not giving something that the other person needs or that like or just like a disagreement about something like a personal disagreement if you can't have those disagreements and you can't feel slightly unhappy or potentially like very unhappy some of the time because that's inevitable right at some point you're going to disagree about something you're going to have a need that isn't being met you're going to be like have something be happening that you don't want to be happening that's inevitable like that's always going to happen at some point and in those moments if you feel like you have to be forcing yourself to be happy if you have to be like forcing yourself to ignore those feelings of unhappiness that's not good <laughs> you should not have to force yourself to be happy and i think sometimes when we do that it's kind of like a self-defense thing where you don't want to feel unhappy because you don't want to realize or think about what that feeling might mean or what you think that that feeling might say about you like what if me disagreeing with this person about this one thing means that our relationship is destined for failure and i actually secretly hate them and they hate me and everything is terrible because i feel like this one thing is not going the way that i imagined and it's not going the way that i've been led to expect that this should be like and so i don't want to feel that way i don't want to feel like something might be wrong i don't want to feel like this one little thing might be wrong because that could be bad so i'm not going to feel it i'm just going to pretend that i'm happy and ignore it sometimes you kind of just like overthink it because you feel threatened by that emotion in some way and what you think it means and why you think you're feeling that way so in order to try to kind of protect yourself from what that might mean because you feel threatened by like something not going the way that you want it to go or that you were led to expect that it should go which is a perfectly valid thing to not want to happen like we want things to be good and when things aren't good sometimes that can feel threatening 
and sometimes we end up ignoring it because we're so scared of what it might mean. When, like, first of all, who said that feelings have to mean something? I mean, I guess I kind of did. There's a reason why you feel some things. There's a reason why you feel things, but that doesn't mean that those feelings have to mean something. It's just how your brain has decided to respond to the current moment in your life. That's not inherently, like, good or bad. It doesn't inherently come with any, like, implications, or it doesn't say something good or bad or whatever about you for feeling that thing to begin with. Um, What says something about you is how you react, Um, how you approach that, how you, you know? And sometimes we think that, like, feeling negative things says something negative about you as a person or even about your relationship. And I feel like sometimes those expectations that we have for how a relationship is, like, supposed to be and the fact that it's, like, supposed to be perfect or, like, without conflict or you all just love each other every moment of every day and it's all sunshine and rainbows. I feel like that's kind of a standard that's been set by movies and TV or whatever, or, like, the way that we just kind of talk about love in our culture and those fucking, like, happy couple videos on TikTok that make me want to throw my phone across the room. I feel like that's a really bad expectation to set for people in our culture, especially if you've never been in an actual relationship before and your only conception of it is how you've seen other people imagine or, like, perform it on social media or in movies and whatever. It's not a realistic expectation. Like, I already said this, but you literally can't be happy all the time. It's logistically impossible for it to always be sunshine and butterflies and rainbows all the time and just, like, one whirlwind of happiness forever until you all die. That's not gonna happen. And if you're expecting that, which a lot of people kind of do expect somehow by because of like society or culture or whatever, you're pretty much just setting yourself up for failure because it's inevitably not going to be that perfect. And that's fine. It's fine. Like that's what life is. Sometimes relationships aren't perfect and you have to work on them and own up to your mistakes and communicate about stuff yeah, like, no shit. TV and movies and whatever, and also social media, are just stories that people are imagining. And the fact that something makes a good story does not mean that it's a good reality, because it really is just made-up stuff. And I think it's a good thing to accept that it doesn't have to be that way, and it isn't that way in reality. Like, it isn't perfect. Uh, for anyone, even if it seems that way, nor is it supposed to be perfect, even if it seems like they are. Now, that's not excusing, that's not saying, like, you should accept a relationship that's shitty. No. No. Just because something's not perfect doesn't mean that it has to be terrible. If your relationship is terrible and you feel unhappy all the time, and, like, you can't communicate and make that better and like work on that with your partner that's not good and that's that's when you should break up with them (laughs) that's when you should break up with them
um but you, it should be okay and acceptable to accept some degree of like things aren't going to be perfect every single day and we can work on that together and we can express those feelings freely and openly and that's what it should be don't fall for the social media movie romance depiction of like everything's perfect all the time no it's not and that's fine but also it shouldn't be bad like overall when you average things out at the end of the day it should be good and like you should come out of a conflict feeling better about yourself not worse about yourself I think that's generally a pretty good like barometer is that you should address a conflict together. You should bring it up and be like, I'm feeling this way or I feel like you're doing this or like I'm doing this or like whatever. And here's what I think we should do or I don't know what we should do, but we should think about this and communicate and whatever. And then at the end of that conversation or at the end of that process, because it's, usually it's not just like one conversation if it's something major, but at the end of that, you should both feel better. You should both feel like the relationship has improved and that you're like stronger for it. You should not come out of that feeling bad about yourself or that you haven't been listened to or that they're not being good in some way. And that's not what should happen. Have healthy relationships, basically. What I'm saying is just... You don't have to pretend that things are perfect. You shouldn't have to force yourself to be happy. If there's a problem that you feel like you have to ignore, or even worse, if your partner is ignoring it themselves or telling you to ignore it when you bring it up, that's something that you need to address. And it's okay to address that. And it's okay to feel unhappy when there is something happening that is making you unhappy. That's exactly how you should feel. That's basically it. Like, allow yourself to not feel perfect. And you shouldn't feel like things have to be perfect all the time. And when things aren't perfect, you shouldn't just lie down and accept that. You should talk about that with your partner. Express those feelings. And if they don't listen, you should break up with them. <laughs> be aware of it and, like, try to communicate about that and express those feelings and work through it together. That should be a thing that you feel like you're able to do. Like both of you should feel like you're able to express those feelings of discontent or disagreement and come out of that on the other side, like feeling better about both of yourselves and not just like, like, you absolutely, like, okay, you shouldn't be, like, constantly fighting, right? Like, that's probably a sign that maybe it's not a great relationship if you're constantly fighting. But it should be okay to fight sometimes. It should be okay to disagree about things and let that disagreement exist and be acknowledged and be a thing that is happening and that you are going to both talk about or, like, think about and come back and do whatever needs to be done to feel better about that. If you feel like you can't do those things and you feel like you can't express your needs 
or express your unhappiness in a particular moment or feel unhappy in a particular moment, that's not good. And that's not going to be a healthy relationship in the long term. Like, that's not a thing that's going to work out. If both of you feel like you can't be honest with one another, if you can't, like, recognize your emotions, if they won't recognize your emotions, especially if, like, you say something and you communicate something and they aren't responding or they aren't taking that and, like, thinking about it or acting on it or, like, working through it and, like, if they're not doing that and you are, that's not a good thing. Um, or if you're not doing it and they are. Like, if you're ignoring what your partner's needs are and what your partner is saying, like, that they want or they feel or that they don't like, if you're ignoring, that's not good. And you should not do that. <laughs> Like, you should be able to openly communicate and acknowledge those feelings and not just, like, shove it down and avoid it. That's never going to work out if you're just, like, ignoring your emotions or ignoring your partner's emotions. It's not going to be good. And that doesn't mean that, like, your relationship is destined for failure and that you're, like, terrible people and you're never going to work out. No, that's not what that means. It just means that, like, you need to get better at doing that together. And you need to learn how to communicate. And, like, that's a thing that people can get better at and that people do get better at, right? Like, that's what being in a relationship means is ideally, hopefully. Together, you're, like, figuring that out and working on becoming better people to each other and, like, working together and just, like, being able to have needs and have those needs be met and not feel uncomfortable with certain things or if you do feel uncomfortable with certain things be able to like call that out and like acknowledge that like you've made a mistake or your partner has made a mistake hopefully do better in the future of course if your partner is refusing to listen and refusing to acknowledge those things and they're not changing if they need to be doing something different or recognizing your needs then you should break up with them. Don't be afraid to recognize that something isn't working. If something isn't working and it's not getting better and you're trying to make it better and they're not trying to make it better and they're not putting in that effort and they're not listening to you, it's okay to give up on that person. Right? I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, communication is important. Don't stay in toxic relationships. If your partner isn't responding to your needs, that's not a good thing. And if you aren't responding to your partner's needs, that's also not a good thing. Sometimes both of you are the issue. Sometimes it's one of you. <laughs> and sometimes neither of you is the issue. Sometimes it's just like, sometimes it just isn't a good relationship. And that's okay too. Not every relationship is going to work out. If it's not working out, you shouldn't just ignore that. That's a feeling that exists and a situation that you're in. That's reality. And you can decide what to do about that. But um, yeah, feel your feelings. Acknowledge your feelings. Yeah.
your emotions are never your enemy. You shouldn't be working against your emotions or like repressing them. Um, that's never gonna work. That's not gonna make things better in the long term. Like that's just how it works sometimes. Like sometimes your brain isn't doing exactly what you want it to. Sometimes your life isn't going exactly the way that you want it to. Sometimes your partner isn't doing the things that you want them to or that you need them to. Sometimes you're not doing the things that your partner needs or wants you to do. Sometimes that's how it is. Don't ignore it. That's something that's like a valid feeling that exists and that you should talk about. You have to find ways to work with your emotions and you have to find ways to work with your brain, not against it. Because like, your emotions are a part of you and that's something that exists. And if you want to like actually be happy and actually be content in your life, you need to work with yourself and you, you need to have a good relationship with yourself in order to be able to have good relationships with other people. You need to have a good relationship with like recognizing your own emotions. In the same way that ignoring your partner's emotions is bad, ignoring your own emotions is bad. It's the same thing. You need to have a healthy relationship with yourself. And sometimes that's not easy. And sometimes that won't be the case. And sometimes, like, it's hard and complicated and yeah, not easy, but that's part of the process, I guess. Yeah. And sometimes, okay, this is another thing that I was thinking about, like, um, a while ago. And it's only, like, sort of related, but I wanted to, like, briefly mention it, just as an aside, because, like, in relationships, like, sometimes it's not necessarily a thing that you have to solve, also. Um... Sometimes you just feel a certain way, and that's okay, and you don't have to necessarily do anything about it. Not every, like, you definitely should not think of emotions as, like, something that needs to be fixed. That is not what I'm saying at all. No. Nope. No. Emotions aren't a problem. It's something that exists. Sometimes it is something that you want to solve, and sometimes it is something that you need to solve, and you're feeling a certain way because something bad is happening or like something that you don't want to happen is happening or like sometimes it's something that another person needs to solve and that's the point of communication but also sometimes the thing that you're trying to solve sometimes your emotions don't need a solution sometimes it can just be something that exists and that's all like it's always something that exists but sometimes it doesn't have to do anything more than just exist there is a kind of relief sometimes in not doing anything Oftentimes, with, like, anxiety, I feel that way. Like, anxiety doesn't necessarily have to be something that you solve. I'm saying it doesn't have to be. Sometimes it is. Sometimes, like, you need to work through that fear or whatever. Or, you know, I mean, you know what your emotions are like. But, like, for me, sometimes I get, like, anxious about things that aren't actually issues. That, like, don't actually... Like, there's not actually anything wrong. It's just my brain being weird. And, like, there's a reason why that happens. But it's not a real thing. And sometimes it's okay to just recognize that, like, I am feeling this way right now. And there is a reason why I'm feeling that way. But it's not something that I need 
to it's not something that I need to make like a big deal out of in my head. Like if this actually isn't a helpful thing for me to feel, you shouldn't worry about it. Like sometimes you should just go do something else and like worry about something else. Sometimes there doesn't have to be a solution. Sometimes there is a solution. I don't know. It's a complex thing. There's not like one thing for all of the things that's gonna like be helpful and like if you do this you'll be a healthy person that's not how it works nope if it were that simple there wouldn't be a need for like hundreds of thousands of therapists in this country <sighs> but like generally i think it is always a good idea to recognize your emotions at the very minimum and allow them to exist and then from there you can decide whether that's something that you want to act on whether that's something that you feel the need to tell someone else about, depending on why you feel that way, depending on what it is, what situation, what emotion, what it's coming from. You can maybe that's something that's maybe that's like a conversation that you need to have with someone else. Maybe it's a conversation that you need to have with yourself. It depends on the thing. Maybe it is something that you can just like let pass. There's a very big difference between repressing something, shoving it down and avoiding it and like letting it go by. Allow it to exist and then allow it to not exist. You're allowing it. You're not working against it. You're just letting it exist and nothing else. That's okay too sometimes. And sometimes that is the best thing. And sometimes you don't want to do anything about it. Sometimes you shouldn't do anything about it. Sometimes you don't have to. Um... And there's a very big difference between, like, that and, and, like, what I'm not saying. I feel like, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but I keep thinking of, like, better ways to say it. I'm not saying to repress those feelings just because you feel like you don't have to do anything about it. Um, I mean that, like, once again, you should allow feelings to exist. If you're feeling a certain way, you should allow yourself and give yourself permission to feel that way. And that doesn't mean anything about, like, you or someone else or you're, like, good or bad or whatever. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that it exists. Like, that's the emotion that you're feeling. And then you can maybe think about, like, why am I feeling this way? Sort of analyze it. If that's your thing, if that's helpful to you, to think about, like, why that's happening. And then you can think about, like, is there something that needs to be fixed with this? Is there, like, a particular external or internal reason why this is happening? And it doesn't always have to be with negative stuff. It's also important to recognize positive stuff. I think it's important to recognize, like, oh, I'm really happy right now, or, like, I feel great right now, or I'm really glad that this happened. In the same way that it's important to recognize negative things, it's also important to recognize positive things. Both exist for a reason. But, like, sometimes you decide, no, I don't necessarily want to act on this emotion. Like I said earlier with jealousy, that does not mean that you should repress it. That does not mean that you should avoid that emotion. It just means that you should allow it to exist and then allow it to leave on its own because it will if you let it. You shouldn't feel the need to like hold it in your mind and like let it grow and develop and get 
all weird, but like you also shouldn't repress it and ignore it. You're not forcing it to leave, you're allowing it to leave on its own and then go do something else, like take a walk or whatever, go touch some grass. But at the very least, at some point before you let that feeling go, you do have to acknowledge it and feel it and recognize that it exists. You have to have empathy for yourself. You have to validate what your brain is trying to tell you. I think if you don't at least do that, uh, you're just going to be suffering all the time. And the worst part is that if you don't take the time to listen to yourself, then you're not ever going to know why you're suffering. And that's not great. So <laughs> don't do that to yourself. Uh, choose to have compassion for yourself and listen to yourself and your needs and your feelings the same way that you would listen to any other person who you love. Because at the end of the day, no matter what, you are always going to be stuck with yourself, right? Like that's literally how life works. You live with your brain and your body. Always. Um... And if you're going to be living your entire life with this person, which is you, and you are, you might as well be friends with yourself. Because if you're enemies with yourself, then it's gonna suck. That's it. <laughs>